Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Look, you have a simple choice. Keep listening and get the winning edge, or don't. And wish you had. We are the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Abrenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Bustler, but everybody else in between throwing it down. The Monday night meltdown has begun as we pick up the pieces uh, following a roller coaster, an emotional night across the board. Let's start off in the National Hockey League as the Las Vegas Golden Knights take game one of the North versus West semifinals. We, we're not doing Eastern Conference, Western Conference uh, this year, but uh, credit to the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, they did what they had to do. They won the hockey game. 4-1 was the final score. And truth be told, anybody that watched this hockey game that bet on the under 5.5, that's what you call, um, you know, you talk about bad beats. Well, that was a lucky beat uh, right there. When you consider the Montreal Canadiens were down 4-1, and they pulled their goalie with about four and a half minutes left in the hockey game. All right? So you pull the goalie, and there wasn't a single goal. There were more goals without the goal, with the goalie than there was without the goalie. Hockey is a weird sport, man. And like show business, like George Burns said, show business is a hideous bitch goddess. So is uh, the National Hockey League. And we knew going in that the officiating would be one-sided. And Colorado Avalanche fans are sending me, uh, sending me tweets and sending me not just like it's not conspiracy theories, but can you believe this, guys? In the last seven periods of the series with Vegas and Colorado, a series in which anybody that watched it saw they were beating the crap out of each other, Vegas did not have a penalty called for seven straight periods other than when they flicked the puck out, you know, over the glass when they didn't have a choice but to call it. Like, really? Like Colorado Avalanche fans know. And... And we saw tonight, Max Pacioretty, vicious elbow. That's like, you know, that's like almost suspendable type of elbow. The referee was right in front of the play. No call. You know, Montreal Canadiens, you know what I mean? Buddy on Vegas trips over the blue line. Buddy on the Canadiens sort of pochecks the puck. Buddy, like, you know, tumbles over the blue line on his own. And, oh, yeah, that's a penalty. And I'm telling you right now, 
the Vegas Golden Knights were the better hockey team tonight. They're, you know, I'm not sitting here telling you, oh, the referees cost the Montreal Canadiens the game, but they didn't help. <laughs> they didn't help. And I tell you what, it's harder to come back when you're trying to kill a penalty every two minutes, right? And you can see, too, did you see, like, uh, you know, Buddy, uh, I think it was Reeves, right? Buddy, Buddy on the Knights totally, like, tackles Gallagher to the ground and then looked at the ref like he was surprised. It was almost like, you know what I mean, like he's a mobster type of deal that – Hey, to the ref, like, hey, like, we paid you off already. You know what I mean? Like, to, the, to, to a crooked cop. It's like, what are you doing arresting me? You, you, you know, you're on our payroll. Like, the Vegas were actually, like, had that look. Like, wow, we don't get penalties called on us. Don't you know that? And like I said, it's no excuse, but it's just, just facts. So, seven straight periods. Come on. Seven straight periods against Colorado. And now tonight, Patriotti's, like, throwing elbows. Vegas are, like, tackling people. Canadians, like, you know skate past someone. That's a penalty. It's an effing joke. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Morenzi. This is Sports Rage. It's a Monday night that meltdown. Mo Khan is going to step up and in from Montreal. Although, uh, maybe we should cancel Mo's appearance because Mo, Mo's joined us like uh, three weeks in a row and the Canadians have always won. Like, he's joined us after, like, uh, you know, I, I said, like, I was thinking, like, you know, Mo's actually the good luck charm. we got to keep this thing going. But, uh, Mo, we'll get Mo Khan's uh, insight. CTV, CTV, TV, and TSN uh, Radio. Mo Khan will step up and in. We'll get George Kurtz's take on what happened tonight. We'll get George Kurtz's take on the Islanders and the Tampa Bay uh, Lightning. Rick Saratella will talk some NFL football uh, because the countdown is on. That's right. Listen, guys, we're already midway through June right now, right? What is this, mid-June right now? So... You know, football, it's coming. It's here. And, in fact, I know it's coming because I actually got an email and a call today about the football season. That's the whole thing. Like, and when, you know, and when you're in this business, and even if you're, like, a handicapper and stuff, if you don't know that it's, like, football season soon, then you know what? You're probably not, like, employed or you're not very good at what you do. <laughs> we'll put it that way. You know what I mean? Like, deals are done, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, deals are being done right now for, like, September and, like, you know, football season. All right, what's what's this? What's that uh, for the football season? It's around the corner, man. So, uh, Rick Saratella is going to step up. and We're actually going to take a look at uh, next year's draft already. That's right, because we're insane. And it also, a little Heisman Trophy talk, to, it'll correlate. Uh, it'll correlate with it all. So, Vegas wins uh, this evening. They take game one. The referees suck pucks tonight, all right? They suck pucks. But it wasn't the reason why the Montreal Canadiens lost the hockey game this evening. We'll dissect uh, the game uh, a little bit later on and uh, throughout the program. Now, one thing that I tweeted out and one thing that people seem to forget in the playoffs is it's the first of four. It's the first of four. And, you know, L.A. Clipper fans know that, right? L.A. Clipper fans know that. Milwaukee Buck fans know that. And Atlanta Hawk fans now know that. I'm telling you, man. I gotta, you know, I've been around a long time, guys. Never have I seen a playoff like this. Never. Where like just every two days there's a new narrative. You're like, are you kidding me? We're tied now. This is sports rage. Bring it. Sports. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenzi. It's the Monday Night Meltdown. We're kicking it on Sirius XM. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates uh, joining us wherever you may be uh, this evening. Everybody tuning in on our digital uh, platforms as well. Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible, will join us in level three. Uh, Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible, Sports Illustrated. We'll talk. Uh, man, we're crazy. Like, we're ready for football. We'll talk some NFL football this year. Um, but we're, we're already going to get into next year's draft. Because it's already, we're already talking about the quarterbacks and Heisman Trophy. George Kurtz will join us from Long Island. And level two, we'll talk Islanders, Tampa, Yankees, baseball, uh, Major League uh, Baseball, Canadians, and Knights. But let's send it to Montreal. And uh, we are going to have Vegas covered throughout the week as well. We were on with Brian Blessing earlier today. He was in Vegas. He's going to be on, on with us later. We're going to get Gary Lawless on uh, later in the week. So we're going we're gonna to have some Vegas uh, coverage. We're going to touch bases in all the different cities. Uh, Mo Khan is in Montreal. And first things first, Mo, you didn't tell us. I was unaware. Did you study, like, you know, you're a meteorologist now, Mo? Like, <laughs> study, 
Like somebody sent me a tweet on Saturday. They said, hey, your boy Mo Khan's doing the weather on TV right now. And you were looking good, so <laughs> congratulations. Is that your Was that your first time, or you've been doing weather? Or like, well, what's up with that? Yeah, no, it, it was my first time, Gabe. Thank you very much for, for, for the congratulations. It was my first time doing it this past weekend. I also did it on Sunday. Um, and, and it was a long process in how they, they went about with the decision to bring me on board. And so I'll be the third stringer behind the top two uh, on the depth chart. So I'll, I only come in if they're going to be on vacation or, or if they're on sick, whatever it might be, uh, for the time being. Oh, don't worry. Those uh, they'll always be on video. You'll, you'll you'll work a lot, Mo. <laughs> you'll get some work. <laughs> and, uh, uh, they're big stars. And, and I tell you what, say hello uh, to uh, to Lori Graham. She used to come on our show actually on on the Team Nine Ninety. If you remember in the old days. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was crazy. I, I was sort of ahead of the curve, actually, if you remember. No one did that, right? And she thought I was nuts no. at the time. No one did that in the old days. Guys, we're talking like, you know, literally 18 years ago. I had the local weather lady on to talk about weather in the NFL and stuff. I'd say, Laurie, what do you think about the weather? <laughs> like, She was all into it. She said, oh, I had so much fun on your show. I have all these people that come up to me. Oh, I love you on Sports Ridge. And it was funny because you wouldn't figure, like, just like, the, you know, this nice weather lady. Uh, but, no, congratulations. It's a legendary so uh, station. It's one of the like, heritage stations, I think. It's one of the oldest stations in North America, actually, uh, CTV, uh, CFCF Channel 12. So, uh, congratulations. And, you know what, like I Thank said, you. I have fond memories of the network. Uh, you remember, Mo, remember I, uh, before I moved, um, I used to go on the, the Ron Rue show. Uh, Absolutely, on yeah. Uh, on on that network. Yeah, fond, fond, yeah, fond memories. So what's the weather in Montreal right now? Bleak, dark, <laughs> uh, depressing. Because <laughs> I tell uh-huh. you, hey, so, <laughs> so what what'd you think of the game tonight, Mo? Uh, you know, Gabe, when we spoke the last couple of weeks, right, and, and the biggest question of concern for any team coming out of the North was how would they fare against the, the better teams out there, right? And I, I liken this game to the Habs being a team from Big, Big East football playing a team from the SEC in this matchup as it was tonight with Vegas. I thought the Habs came out guns ablaze in the first 10 minutes. And the thing is, Gabe, when we look at the Canadians compared to the, to the Knights, the Habs are a good team. They had to cash in on those chances in the first 10 minutes, which they didn't do. The Knights cashed in on their chances because they weathered the storm, uh, took a yeah. couple rounds to get adapted to the Canadians. And, look, the key thing was their their goals came from defensemen, and that was the difference in why the Vegas Knights won that, won that hockey game more than the Habs because their defense played much better in both ends of the rink. And I just thought Toffoli, Anderson – were non-existent. Uh, Gallagher was the only one that was providing some fireworks from the, from the attacking lines of the Habs. So they had their work cut off for them for game two, but there's no discouragement because I think the Habs played well, but they need to be better at the opposite end of the rink and finish off those chances and make it a closer affair. Yeah, they didn't get run out of the rink, right? That's the whole thing. No. Like they're Basically, so there's a the whole thing about, oh, Vegas are going to be too much, Vegas is going to be too much. You know, Mo, listen, you Mo was a great football player at Concordia, uh, Concordia University, so Mo, uh, putting a football, I tweeted it out. It was sort of like a, a football game where one team was marching up and down the field, racking up yards, but punting from the 40 and punting from the 45. And then the other team, like, returned one of the punts for a touchdown, <laughs> like was Theodore's touchdown, <laughs> right? It was, like, it was like, really? We've just dominated for 12 minutes. So we're losing one nothing. really? This is like, this is like, and that's hockey, right? That's hockey. And then... yeah. 
And then they still played well. They still played well. And then, you know, like it's like a football game where it's like you're playing well, you're doing everything right, uh, but the other team just returned a punt for a touchdown. And then you're doing everything right, you're doing everything right, you have them on like third and 18, and boom, they hit a bomb for a touchdown. And then you're down 14 nothing. And then you're like, oh, really? And then how, you know, Mo, how devastating was it? And you could see the look on Caulfield's face. Um, so he scores his first playoff goal. He scores his goal. It's 2-1. I even tweet, all right, we've got life. And then boom, yeah. right away. That was the killer. That goal was the backbreaker, bro. Yeah, that, that was a smash and grab goal by the Knights uh, 50 seconds later after the Caulfield goal. And I thought at that moment, that's where the Habs looked deflated because, look, Carey Price, yeah. Carey Price played well, Gabe. He, he made some big saves. This game could have been 6-1 by the end of it, and it wasn't because Carey Price kept the Habs in the, in the hockey game. And I just thought also missing Jeff Peachy hurt the back end of the Habs. That, that first pass outside their zone towards the neutral zone was non-existent for the Habs. And I thought the Habs gave too much of a free release of Knights coming over the, the attack zone and not really walling off or making it very truncated in the middle of the rink. So there were some things that Dominic Ducharme was outcoached by Peter DeBoer. But look, this team with Kerry Press and how they played in this game, again, they showed signs that they can keep up with the Knights. But again, Gabe, they have to be much more efficient with the puck on their stick in the attack zone and getting goals and giving Kerry Price maybe a two-goal lead or even a one-goal lead that might be enough to beat the Knights in this series. Uh, Mo Khan uh, joining us uh, from Montreal. As I sweat out this Utah Clippers total, like man, it's, it's like it's like the uh, it's like the uh, the Canadians game, really soft yeah. the blow. Like I'm not I'm not even really upset about the Canadians loss. Um, I'm not upset about the Canadians loss tonight. I would have been if the game would have went over. I thought it was going to be a lower scoring game, and it was. And then there was the two quick goals, and, and then things opened up. But guys, I even played an in game under five and a half. Like I'm telling you, that's why I was tweeting. Man, this is stressful. I had like a million under five and a half plays. And I have a parlay under five and a half in the <laughs> hockey game with over in the Utah Clippers game. And the end game is exactly on the number right now, Mo. Like, and I tell you, you know, too, it like blowouts is bad, bro, because then it just leads to Absolutely. garbage time. So I'm on, the, I'm on the wrong end of this. It's literally, I've got 220 over 223. It's literally 223 and a half right now. And there's nine minutes left. So, uh, I don't know. And I got to say, Mo, we got pretty uh, pretty damn lucky, bro. So, I bet under five and a half, Mo, and the Canadians pulled a goalie with four minutes left. I can't believe there was no more goals in that game. <laughs> like, again, with or without price, I am surprised there weren't more goals. But, but again, Gabe, as you said before, had the Habs got that first goal, I think that would have changed the script of how the game would have played out in the, in the, the rest of the matchup that it was. But again, if they don't get that first goal, they're 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 playing behind with that force of, of what they have for the Vegas Knights. So again, game two pivotal for them. Get that first goal. I think that changes the dynamics of what could be if they come away with a split going back to Montreal. You know, Mo, like you said, you know, Mo's an athlete, so there's two ways of looking at things. And you know, the Canadians played eleven games in nineteen days in the first two right. rounds, and it was a lot. But <clears throat> When you're hot, you're hot, right? It's like you're in Vegas. You're at the blackjack table. You're hot. You don't want to leave. And then suddenly they're off for a week. It seemed to me, we'll get most take on this on the other side. It seemed to me that the Montreal Canadiens came out flying in like the first nine minutes on adrenaline. And then they just hit a wall. Like like a fighter almost. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We have Mo Khan uh, joining us uh, from Montreal. George Kurtz will join us from Long Island. And uh, Rick Saratala will join us from the Jersey Shore a little bit uh, later on. So, so, Mo, I was saying, I don't know if you agree with this. You notice the Canadians came out flying, very similar to the New York Islanders yesterday. I liked the early shifts. They were taking a body. Romanoff's hit was awesome against Petrangelo. Corey Perry steamrolled. I think it was Reeves. Uh, no, sorry, Martinez, uh, I believe it was Martinez, on the side of the net. The Canes were taking a body. They were, they were skating around. But I don't know if you watch uh, UFC much, Mo, but 
you know, sometimes in the UFC you'll see a fighter will come out and he'll set too high of a pace for himself, right? And, you know, they, right. they only fight every four months or whatever, and basically they'll gas. So it's like, yeah, dude, you came out, and, like, there's a lot of fighters that's like, yeah, they're really dangerous in the first two, three minutes of the fight, but they're going to get tired as the fight goes on. They're best. And it seemed to me the Canadians, and it wasn't that Vegas were, like, so much faster than them. It just seemed to me, Mo, the Canadians look tired. It's crazy, but I think they're going to be better on Tuesday that they have their legs under them, that they're back to playing hockey again. They haven't played in a week. It's hard to dial it up to that intensity. And Vegas just played on Thursday, bro, right? You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's those little things like that. There's always that debate, rust versus rest. Yet the Canadians, to me, they just they seem tired. They didn't have that burst tonight. Yeah, you know, Gabe, we go back to the Jet series, right? right. Same, thing, same thing with Winnipeg. They had swept Edmonton in four. And they're just chilling out for a week, week and a half before they would face the Habs. And they came off to a slug, a slug start and got bounced in four by Montreal, right? The Habs had a week of, of rest and relaxation and refocusing towards the series. And, you know, with the travel to Vegas and playing for the first time over the border with a crowd in place, I thought, I, I think the juices were at an all time high for the first 10. But again, when they couldn't get that first goal and you saw Vegas lean on the Habs, right? Mark Stone, Reeves, Pacioretty, uh, the, the plethora of fours that they had rolling four lines of Peter DeBoer lean on the Habs. And yes, you brought up the point about the Pacioretty hit late in the third period on Sherratt, whether it was illegal or illegal. Those are the type of hits that kind of woke up the Habs because, Gabe, when you think about the first two series against Toronto and Winnipeg, those weren't physical series. This yeah. will be a physical series. This will be a meat grinder series for the Habs. Can they match that and, and keep this like a boxing match, right? Be consistent with your body blows because, as you said before, you can't go for the knockout punch in the first period because there's three more periods to play in total, and that's what the Habs tried to do in the first 10, and they came up empty. I'm a big fan. Mo Khan, Joe, I'm a fan of Kevin BX's work, and I thought he had a great point. Uh, as far as the Canadians on the face-off. And even though the Canadians, and we get the final numbers up, they won more face-offs than they lost tonight, I believe, uh, when it was right. all said and done. We'll get the numbers up. But they got burnt. Two goals, right? Two face-offs led to goals. And, yep. and, and I thought BX, uh, so uh, face-off, face-offs won. Yeah, the Canadians won 32-25. And it's interesting because in the regular season, Vegas were an average face-off team. Yet in the postseason, they've been the best out of any playoff team. So it's kind of weird. You know, things could be different in the playoffs. But Bieksa had a great point when he said the Canadians, and he said Suzuki got burnt on one. He said, you got to, you, you know, when you know that now, and I, he's right, now that the Canadians know, guys, you can't just go for a clean sweep and try to win this faceoff, Mo. Like Bieksa said tonight, you got to play for the tie, bro. Like with the faceoff, you know what I mean? You're not going to just win it cleanly and dump it back into the corner to your D-man. You've got to just muck it up, man. And so it's not a clean break just back to the defenseman. And they're capable of doing it. The Canadians are a good face-off team, actually. But I think now they know. Like, seriously, no. Guys, we lose face-offs in our own zone. That puck, and look, Bieksa said that wasn't 108 miles an hour. Now, I don't know what it really was. It was pretty freaking fast, I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> and whole, like, like, bro, the yeah. face-off was won, and then the puck was in the net, bro. Like, that was a damn fast shot, Mo. <laughs> you, you know, Gabe, the, the biggest issue with the Habs where they were really twitchy during the regular season was their face-off draws in their own zone where they lost some, and that would result in goals. The same thing happened tonight with the Theodore goal, 
how that played out. And, and you saw, right, that happened. It comes to the blue line. Bam, it goes in. Price was kind of slow to react to that puck, even though he was screened. There was, the goals that, that were given up by Carey Price weren't the traditional goals. These, these were unorthodox goals. We use that term, that Price, a lot. Because both goals played well. Flurry played very well for the Knights early yeah, on. Yeah. And Price played well for the three periods. But again, when you look at the body of goals that Vegas had to, uh, on Monday night, those weren't from the fours. Those were from the defensemen throughout the game. And that's why I think, again, if the Habs can get something going the other way and have a lucky bounce or two going their way, maybe they get game two. But, again, for the Knights and how they play from one end to the other end, that was textbook hockey, and they neutralized that Canadiens team from start to finish when it mattered most. And I'll tell you what, we got to give credit to Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, you know, class act. Uh, you know, who doesn't like Marc-Andre Fleury? So the thing is, he had 28 saves tonight. Save percentage of nine six six. Give him credit, but it sort of sort of reminds me, guys, of the the first few games. It sort of reminded me of like the Leaf games a bit, like the Canadians weren't aggressive enough, and it's like yeah, the other goalie was good. Like you know, Flurry made a couple of really nice saves. He did, but at the same point in time, not spectacular saves. Like the Canadians got chances, but they really weren't. You know what I mean? They weren't, they, you know, the first nine minutes they did, but they they weren't aggressive enough. Like I said, they just sort of hit a wall. Um, they hit a wall, I think, just sort of uh, physically. They didn't have the, the energy, but I sincerely believe they're going to be better on Wednesday. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to win on Wednesday, but, Mo, you got to love the playoffs, Mo, when you see it in the NBA, huh? I mean, man, even I, look, I said the Hawks and the Sixers would go seven games. Before the game yeah. tonight, I was like, oh, the Hawks are done. Like, what are they going to do? Philadelphia's just better. Boom, suddenly it's 2-2. What about Milwaukee and Brooklyn? People don't realize, Mo, these playoffs, it's first to four, not first to one. Yeah, I know you're right, and that's the thing about it. And, and you know, to use the Atlanta Hawks comparison, right, they got twitchy in the fourth quarter against the Sixers where they could have blown that lead. And that's why I think in game two, the key for the Habs, though, will be the forwards, Gabe, because, look, Nick Suzuki didn't really have that influential game that he was looking no. for. Kakinemi did not play as well as he had in the first two rounds. That spine, that center core that they have has to play better. And you wonder, and that's why Jake Evans was skating with the team in Montreal before they departed for Vegas, and he was on the plane ride back to Las Vegas. Will he factor in at some point during the series? Because okay, we saw what he was as that fourth-line shutdown center for this Habs team and how well he played. If he's healthy enough, Dominic Ducharme has to look at that avenue because he can bring a different element to this team with his speed, his pace, and his closing out ability to make this difficult for the Vegas Knights defensemen, who I think are very talented and very deep. So that's why I think for Dom Ducharme, he's got to look at his lineup and say, look, what is the best recipe we can go with to make this a better series going back to Montreal 1-1? Mo Khan kicking it with us. So, yeah, they're going to be in tough. Vegas are the real deal. Watching them tonight, the Canadians can play with them. You know what I mean? You could tell Vegas is the better team. thing with Vegas is they're kind of, you know, Mo, you brought it up. They're, they're pretty big, right? So they got big yeah. dudes. They're, you know, it's like, and another thing is, too, like they're not, they're better than the Jets and the Leafs. They're more physical. So that's the thing. Like the Canadians defensemen were doing a great job of getting the puck out of the zone against, uh, against Winnipeg, against Toronto in the last few games. Tonight, like, they got to be quicker. Like, everything, I think they, they can, you know. And it's a feeling out process, guys. Whenever you play a bunch of series against other teams, right, you know, sometimes one team, it's like, all right, now we know, you know, number one, we can't get burnt off face-offs in our own zone. Number two, 
don't let these uh, don't let these guys tee up slap shots from the blue line because man, they can blast it. <laughs> so like you've, you've really got to tighten things up, and it's a good point as far as Suzuki is concerned. You know what? You know, honestly, Mo, I think another way of putting it tonight. I think a lot of the kids on the Habs learned a lesson tonight. You know, Suzuki in the face-off circle about not trying to win it clean. Guys being careful about don't do a careless icing, just passing the puck around the boards because it could lead to a bad thing. Like, just there were just a lot of little things that they could do better. But I'm telling you guys, I really, I really do believe this, Mo. I really do believe that physically they were tired, that they didn't play in a week, yeah. caught up to them. It's hot as hell in Vegas. You know what I mean? Like, it's really hot. I think that they're going to be better and more acclimated to everything. And plus, now it's more hockey. Now they've got a game under their belt again. And listen, no panic. They were down 3-1 of the Maple Leafs. No panic. No, no. But here's the thing, though, Gabe. With this Vegas team, though, as we said before, their sides can lean on this team. But the Habs are built pretty pretty well. they got some pretty big guys in the back end. But the problem is with their back end is this. If Jeff Peachy does not play game two, do you go with the current backcourt that you have? Because Petrie's ability to get that puck out of the zone, that first pass out, his skating ability makes a huge difference on the power play and also in five-on-five situations. Romanov held well. You made the point with that big hit on Pitangelo early in the first period. That set the tone for the back line here. And if Petrie does come back, Gustafsson has to be the guy that has to go out because, quite frankly, you need speed, you need size, you need guys that are going to play with tenacity, and that's what Romanov brought today for this team against the Knights. So I think there's a bit of uh, question marks for Deshaun to look at of what he can answer. But, again, you're right, though. If they come out game two, if Petrie's going to be out there, he can make a big difference, and it alleviates the minutes off of Shea Weber's legs to keep him fresher moving deep into the series. Mo Khan, all right, Mo, we don't have – we just got about a minute. Uh, we got about a minute left here, Mo. So I saw that the premier of Quebec – uh, was saying that he's talking with the health experts about you know expanding the the limit of people that are allowed in uh, to the Bell Center. Any word on that? Like, I guess they are gonna they're gonna let more people in, but how many? Like, is he gonna get up to five thousand, four thousand? What are you hearing, Mo? Uh, it, we don't know yet. The, the goal is probably five k, but again, to be determined with a Lego. Hey, Mo, congratulations, Mr. Weatherman. Thank Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us, my man. Always, man. Be good, brother. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. 
all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. This sports rage. The Monday night uh, meltdown. Throwing it down. Sirius XM Channel 204. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. George Kurtz will step up and in in level two. And uh, we've got um, we've got uh, Rick Saratella, Sports Illustrated, NFL Draft Bible kicking it with us later. And, man, it looks like we're going to fall short here with this total. I hate garbage time and these stupid blowouts. Although, I don't know, maybe. Maybe. It's, it's like four minutes left. It's lingering right around the total right now. Um, and, you know, this, these NBA playoffs have been crazy, man. They really happen. Every time somebody is left for dead. And this is why we should do it more. And we were talking about it. We'll talk about this with George Kurtz, actually. Even though he's an Islander fan, we'll get his perspective on it just from a better uh, standpoint. But, you know, betting game by game in the playoffs and stuff, it's hard. Right? Like, you know, look at the other night. Like, last, uh, we had one night in the NBA where it was like 0-3, and, and then the next night it was 7-0. and 0, Right? Like, you bet these playoff games, there's going to be highs, there's going to be lows. There's like the teams themselves. Right? And we often get caught up in the emotion of it. Like, smart teams and good players and good teams. And, I, you know, it's the one thing, you've heard me talk about Giannis a lot about this. Giannis is really chill. Like, if you notice, like he really is, right? Like when they were asked before the Miami series, you know, what's going to be, someone said, like, didn't ask him, will it be different? You know, they said, you know, how is it going to be different this year than last year? You know, when they got swept. And he said, I don't know if it will be. He said, we haven't played the series yet. <laughs> he said, if we play like we did last year, we'll get swept. 
He goes, but I think we'll be better. And we'll see what happens. And when 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 Brooklyn when Brooklyn were up two games to none, Giannis he was asked after, and you know he said whatever. He said I feel no different than we were if we were up two nothing. He said we're going back home next game. And I think this is the experience. Now it doesn't mean he's, he can ever hit a damn free throw when he has to, but I think. I think it shows the experience that he has, right, of, like, the highs and the lows. Like, the Bucks were close to going to the finals a few years ago, and the Raptors beat them, right? The Bucks were up two games to none, and they were in double overtime, right? So it's the same thing with being a better, right? You can get caught up in one night, and you're like, oh, my God, I smoked the playoffs, NBA and NHL. And then the next night, you can get punched in the mouth because there's highs and lows to this stuff. You know, there's highs and lows with the teams. So... I think a good way of approaching it, we, you know, and me personally, I haven't done it enough, and we've talked about Mark Lawrence, who's the master of it, and we, we were talking with Teddy about this, and Teddy, remember we had the conversation last week with Teddy Covers about this, when he said, when you're in the playoffs, if you like a team in the next game, just bet them in the series, right? And it was one of those deals, so sort of like with the Clippers tonight. If you like the Clippers tonight, you just should have you know, taken them in the series. They were underdogs. And it's sort of like the same logic with the Tampa Bay Lightning tomorrow. And it doesn't mean that you're locked in with these bets. Because oftentimes, you're going to get these teams at plus money. And just look at the roller coaster. Like, over and over, guys. Like, almost every damn team in the NBA playoffs has had, a, like, a roller coaster in which they were left for dead. Um, you know, the Canadians were left for dead in the NHL. But, like, just so look, in, in this round alone. So... Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's tied at one, and you know what? I'm kicking myself for that because I said Atlanta would split when they went back home, right? And I'm kicking myself for abandoning ship and saying, no, nah, no, nah, Philadelphia will roll them tonight. And they were, man. Philadelphia were up big at the half. But give props to Atlanta. So that's what I'm saying. How many people, and the thing is, see, we're actually on the air and stuff, right? And we'll own. You know, we're actually, you know, painfully, truthfully honest about everything, Right? So, you know, you have a lot of jackasses and stuff that'll just rip teams after, right? You know, they don't have to have takes or anything like that. No one cares about their takes, right? You're a bunch of losers. So, you know, no, no one cares, right? That's why Twitter was invented, for people like you. Um, nobody's to type away their uh, their random points to people that uh, people care about their points. <laughs> but how many people thought, let me ask you, Matthias, Philadelphia... Messed them up the last couple of games like they've been killing them. Atlanta doesn't have DeAndre Hunter. They haven't looked good. They're down 13 at the half, bro. They're down two games to one. They're down 13 at the half. What are the chances you thought, oh, yeah, we're going to be tied at two going back to Philadelphia after this? As if. Right? Like, look how quick things can change. Look at with your Clippers, bro. The Dallas Mavericks. The Utah Jazz. Over and over, we're seeing these teams that are down 0-2 come back. Uh, the Phoenix Suns and the Lakers, it was 2-1, right? Time and time again, uh, you can get these teams at plus money. But did you think Atlanta were going to win tonight? And especially Matisse when they were down by 13 at the half? I thought they could, Gabe, because they, their ability to make shots. Joel Embiid was a little bit banged up. Ben Simmons doesn't have a jump shot. And Tobias Harris was going to have to close out the game, in my opinion. I wonder about So you're Joel telling me when they're down 13, when they were down 13 at the half, you thought, oh, Atlanta's going to come back? 
Well, I I kind of did think they would they could come back because in the first quarter I thought that they had a bunch of opportunities to be up in that quarter and they just the ball was not going in. You know how many missed alley oops? How many wide open threes did they miss? I thought they were going to get the same looks in the second half and that the ball might go in. I just didn't think they could extend the lead. Trey Trey Young was miserable in the first quarter. He was airballing open three pointers. The Atlanta Hawks were just off, but you could tell that they were playing with some sort of intensity. I, and it kind of showed in the second half. They did make shots in the second half. But at the same time, in the fourth quarter, when it was a pick-and-pick pick game, I did think Philadelphia was going to close out the game because I do think that they have more of an identity than the Atlanta Hawks do when it comes to down in, you know, down in the fourth quarter stretch of the game. But Joel Embiid's banged up, man. And you could tell he's no, having they don't. Hard, a hard time on his knee. They don't. That's the thing. The Sixers are not a clutch team, right? That's the thing with the Philadelphia 76ers. I knew they were going to miss at the end. Like, you know, they had a chance to win at the end. And, you know what I mean? Brick, brick, brick. Right? With Ben Simmons and Embiid. Embiid was terrible in the second half. Embiid's like a, he's a front runner, bro. And so is the, the Sixers are the definition of front runners. Like, if the Sixers, you know, get up on you and, like, they're really smashing you and stuff and everything's going well for them, then Embiid's a monster and stuff. But if you need them to hit a shot in a clutch in a close game, look look at the games that they've won in this series and look at the games that they've lost. They've lost the two close games and they've won in blowouts. Right? They're a type of team, like Philly are really good. Like Philly are capable of blowing you out. But if you get them in a close game, man, they tighten up and they're not clutch. Like Ben Simmons can't shoot and Bede sort of gets caught in between. Does he want to shoot or take it to the rack and stuff? But Atlanta got lucky as hell tonight. I mean, they turned the ball over with 16 seconds left. All they had to do was ice the game. They threw it out of bounds. <laughs> and that's right after that, I stopped watching. I knew, too. I was like, yeah, yeah, Philadelphia won't score. Right after Atlanta threw it out, I was like, watch. They're going to screw this up. Lo and behold, you see Philadelphia, bad shot selection. Everything was rushed. They had 16 seconds. They took the shot. Like, there was nine seconds left still after. Like, there was no need to rush it. You know what I mean? Like like I said, they're not, they're not, they don't, and you know what they, they should, probably should do? They probably should just go to Tobias Harris in those spots. But they don't. All right? They're going to give it to Embiid, and Embiid is good, but he's clumsy and stuff, right? He's a big, clumsy dude. So, you know, and now suddenly we got a series again. Like, I don't know. Like, these, these, these NBA playoffs are whacked, and... We'll get you the updated series numbers. We've got an updated series number. And, you know, it's funny because I thought about this series price. The, Can- the the Vegas Golden Knights were minus 460 coming into the series. Biggest series favorites in the semifinals since uh, 1989. 31 years. And I actually thought, oh, boy, man, if the Canadians lose this game tonight, like, they're going to make this, like, minus 850, like, minus 800. Lo and behold, here we are. Vegas Golden Knights minus 850. That's the new series price right now. Montreal Canadiens plus 550. There's some value here now. There's some value here now. Now you can get the Montreal Canadiens at plus two and a half in the series at minus 105. This series will go six games. Vegas could win in six. You know, it wouldn't shock me um, at all. But this, you know, I was, that's sort of what I think. I almost think this series is going six games one way or the other. But the fact Dave, that Vegas just took this win. Do you think if Montreal would have scored the first goal in the first seven minutes of the game where they had a couple opportunities, the game would have gone differently to be leading no. instead of playing from behind? No, I actually don't. I actually don't. Like, uh, 
I think, even if they would have scored that goal. Because you know what? They took the crowd out of it early. It was pretty it was pretty quiet in there and stuff. It wasn't like, oh, it was all this intimidating or anything like that. But I honestly believe what I said earlier, Matthias, to 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 Mo Khan, that the Canadians like a fighter, bro. You want your big MMA guy like a fighter. They had a great first round. You know what I mean? They had a great first round. They came out flying and stuff, but you could tell they were just sort of gassed. Like they didn't and they didn't play in seven days. They didn't play in seven days. Like if you're Vegas. It was actually ideal, right? It was actually ideal. They played Thursday, and then boom, you get Friday, total day off. Saturday, all right, let's sort of, you know, let's look at some tape here and have a skate. Sunday, nice practice. Like, everything was sort of set up nicely for Vegas. And I think the seven-day layoff hurt the Montreal Canadiens. Like, you know, they they'd played every two days and back-to-back all the time, and they were hot. And the thing is, they didn't get healthier in this seven days off. Right, they didn't play in a week, but they didn't get anybody back. Right, like so, it wasn't like yeah, you know what? But at least this guy's back now, or at least that guy's, at least Petrie's back now, or at least uh, uh, at least Evans is back now. They didn't get people back through the week, but so no, I I, I honestly believe even if the Canadians would have scored early, that first goal, Vegas would have dialed it up a notch. I think Vegas were the better team tonight. I don't. Uh, there's no excuses coming from me. You know what I mean? There's no uh, Vegas. I thought the officiating was terrible. Um, and it was definitely one-sided. And as we stated earlier, as uh, Rob Pizzola, and credit to Pizzola for sending me, sending me the tweet, but he said uh, seven straight. Seven straight. Uh, seven straight periods without a penalty call on Vegas in the Colorado series that weren't like Vegas flipping the puck into the stands. Like, think about that. Is that by coincidence? Like, Batman wants Vegas there. Like, you know what I mean? He, it's a good story. It's a new team. He also knows if Vegas wins, they'll be there forever. Right? Vegas wins one cut. They're there for 50. Like, you know what I mean? Their season tickets are sold out for years. Like, it's big. It's not a coincidence there's been a, been a big West Coast push, right, over the years. And we saw it. Like, I remember when Vegas came into the league. They screwed the Kings hard, man. <laughs> like, they screwed the Kings hard in that series. I'm not a Kings fan, but I'm telling you, they screwed the Kings hard in that series. But going back, they screwed the Leafs, right, for the Kings. What a coincidence. When Gretzky, man, the, the Montreal Canadiens won the Stanley Cup in 1986, all right, against the Calgary Flames. In 1989, the Montreal Canadiens played the Calgary Flames in the Stanley Cup. In 1991, the Edmonton Oilers won the Stanley Cup against the Boston Bruins. In 1993, the Montreal Canadiens won the Cup. So, you had Canadian teams winning every two years. Gary Bettman became the commissioner in 1994 and never won six. Jeez, that's strange. Remember, you can listen to Sports Grid on the radio, TV, satellite, or the internet. To make it any easier, we'd have to move in with you. And nobody will. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Your teams are buried in manual work, tasks are taking forever to complete, and getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you then you should know these three numbers, 37,000. That's the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. Get a customized solution for all your key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. With NetSuite, it's everything you need to grow, all in one place. Get your business back to the greatness where it belongs. Learn more at netsuite.com slash podcast 25. Don't think of us as a place to just hear sports talk. Think of us more as an all-you-can-listen buffet of live odds, lines, matchups, injury reports, and news you can use. Bon we are the Sports Grid Radio Network. Oh, God, I think I'm going to be sick. Yeah, I'm a Montreal Canadian fan. People think I'm the big, big-time upset about it. I'm not. I'm actually more upset right now. I just got screwed over. You believe the Canadians total stayed under five and a half. I played an in-game under five and a half, all right, in the hockey game. I was like, even though there's goals, this is still staying under. And I clicked it, and I parlayed it because I was gonna, I knew I was going to take the over in the in the Utah Jazz game and the Clipper game. So I was like, you know what, I'll just parlay this, and we'll see what happens. Oh, man, it was like plus 169, plus 172 or something like that. The game stays under five and a half, and I have over 223. Utah and the Clippers get to 222. Wow. Wow. Bartender. <laughs> hey, hey, over here, bartender. A couple of shots, please. Um, hey, whatever, man. We got lucky that this hockey game stayed under. We had more on that than I did on this parlay, but... I was really hoping for this parlay on the way out. It really, you know what? 
basically, if I would have won this parlay on the way out, it would have been like sort of just I would have lost some juice tonight. It just would have been a wash with that parlay at plus uh, at plus money like that, at plus 170. Instead, it's like, no, now we did end up uh, losing a little bit. Oh, God, that was close. I stopped looking because I knew it was garbage time. I'm like, oh, I don't know. This is going to frustrate me. But I, I saw, man, we're close. We're close. 222. But I don't even want to know how they missed the last shot. Like, that's just, hey, that's betting. That's betting. You should bet on the, the L.A. Dodgers every day. Later, run and a half. All right. George Kurtz is going to step up. But then we got Rick Saratella. Son of a man. I can't blame your Clippers, Matisse. I got to blame the Utah Jazz. I got to blame the Utah Jazz. They're the ones that, uh, what did they only score? 104 points. I cannot believe it. 118-104. Stupid Utah Jazz. I know, they scored 13 points. They scored 13 points in the first, and I lost by one point. Listening to the home of the winning edge. It's easy to get. Just keep it here. Get on the grid. This is the. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.